Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. shares a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The world offers many sources of so-called hope, People ascribe to self-help thinking and positive affirmation. Pastor J.D. will remind us that our only true hope is in the return of Jesus Christ. Why? Because when Jesus returns, he will bring with him a rule of righteousness that will end all of the darkness that we see pervasively moving into this world. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on March 10th, 2019. I think of when Jesus rebuked the religious leaders. They could interpret the weather, the signs of the weather, the signs of the sky, but they could not discern the times that they were in. That was the Savior of the world in front of them. God becoming man tabernacling amongst us. And they didn't understand it. They didn't discern it. And thus they didn't know what to do. It's when we have this understanding, this discernment, that we're then better equipped to answer all of these why questions. Why is the world upside down? Why is evil good and good, evil. I I hope this doesn't sound too simplistic, but I think the answer is this. Satan, I don't want to give him too much credit, but Satan has strategically deceived the world, and the world has believed the Word of God and the God of the Word cannot be trusted. That's why, that's why, (laughs) not just the world, sadly, the church Many a pastor has lost confidence in the infallibility of God's Word. They don't believe it. No wonder our young people don't want anything to do at church. No wonder they're already gone. And there's nothing new under the sun, by the way. It started in Genesis 3.1. We're told that the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, listen, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Question mark. In other words, did God really create 
the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that in them is in seven, in six days, six literal days. Did God really? And see, the attack is on the book of Genesis. Because see, if Satan can get us to start questioning, doubting the book of Genesis, he's got us. Then nothing else can be relied upon. If, it, if you can't rely on the book of Genesis at the very beginning, then everything else following is also unreliable. I would submit that one can find the answers in Genesis as to why the world is the way it is today. I'll take it a step further and suggest that Satan has succeeded in large measure in deceiving the world by attacking specifically the reliability of the Genesis account. And here's why. Think about this. If Genesis cannot be taken literally, then marriage isn't between one man and one woman. If Genesis cannot be taken literally, then maybe we did evolve from animals. And if we did evolve from animals, no wonder that people act like animals. Should we be surprised? Do you see how cunning and subtle Satan is? Did God really? Question mark. Doubt. Oh, uh, maybe the earth is billions and billions of years old. I want to recommend Answers in Genesis. This is the ministry of Ken Ham. It's an apologetics ministry that is dedicated to enabling Christians to defend their faith and to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ effectively. Let me me just parenthetically say this. We have to teach our children the truth of Genesis. So that when they're in school, whether it's middle school, high school, or even college, and they have that professor as my son who goes to California State University in San Marcos, California, had, that basically was one of these guys that, you know, says there's no God. There's no God. I love my Levi, man. He's my lovey Levi. He's just like, oh, okay, okay, really? Yeah. Anyway, that maybe that's another topic for another time. But he stood his ground. He stood his ground because he was grounded. They have to be able to answer that. Oh, the you think the world was, oh, the Big Bang Theory. Really? That takes more faith than to believe in creation. It's like one said, it's like, a tornado ripping through a junkyard, and it creates a 747. That takes a lot of faith, man. I'm going to give you that. Wow. 
Answers in Genesis focuses on providing answers to questions surrounding the book of Genesis, because it is the most attacked book in the Bible. They also desire to train others to develop a biblical worldview and seek to expose with, I mean, thoroughly documented proof of a six-day creation, a young earth. Evolution is impossible. Dare I say that Christians today don't know how to answer the questions the world is asking. And they're asking questions. And they're intelligent questions. And we don't have the answer. We cannot give them a biblical answer to their intelligent question. So when somebody challenges us, and I don't say this to beat up on anybody, I just, I'll include myself in this. When somebody challenges us concerning things like evolution, and an earth billions and billions of years old. By the way, when it comes to dinosaurs, there is proof. There is archaeological proof, scientific proof, that man walked with dinosaurs. They were not created billions of years ago. And there is proof that there was a flood exactly as God said there was. And it was a global flood exactly as God said it was going to be. Well, 1 Peter chapter 3, the second part of verse 15 says, Always, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Hear me out on this real quick. I truly believe there are two questions that the world is asking us and looking to us for answers as Christians. You know what they are? Number one, is it real? And number two, does it work? You want to know why? Because they want it to be real, and they want it to work, because if it's real and it works, now they can have hope. And they're looking for hope. They need hope. And we have the answer, and we can give the reason for the hope that we have. Our only hope is Jesus Christ. It's not just the blessed hope. It's our only hope. It's Jesus Christ. Jesus is the answer. He is the answer to everything and to everyone. And that's the answer we need to give always to everyone who asks. There's something different about you. There's something peculiar about you. I mean, you're not going out of your mind (laughs) with what's going on in the world. There's something about you that's different. You know what that something is? It's the person of Jesus Christ. It's the hope of the soon return of Jesus Christ. That's the thing that keeps me sane. I've said this again, not hyperbole. 
that were it not for the hope that any day, soon and very soon, that trumpet can sound and the dead in Christ rise first, and we who are alive and remain will be caught up to be with the Lord forever, were it not for that hope, I would literally go out of my mind. I would not be sane. I would lose my sanity if I didn't have that hope. That's what keeps me going. That's what gets me up in the morning and allows me to put my head on the pillow, my my pillow. (laughs) Sorry. It's a gift. I don't know what. Pray for me. So it's what allows me to sleep at night. It's also what constrains me, propels me, to pronounce, to declare, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. The good news of Jesus Christ. And the good news is is that Jesus came into this dying world to save the world. He was crucified, He was buried, and He rose again on the third day, and He's coming back again one day. That's the good news. That's the hope that we have, the blessed hope. That's why we do these prophecy updates. It's really to sound the alarm that our redemption draws near, that as things are happening in the world exactly as we were told in God's Word, that they would happen. Jesus said in Luke 21, 28, when you see these things begin to come to pass, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws nigh. I forget who I was sharing this with. It might have been at a previous update. Maybe it was second service, but just give me a, a, a few more minutes. I was thinking about how much of an impact Bible prophecy has had on my life personally. It has really changed my life, how I live my life in this world. It's loosened my grip on the things of this world. I have a very light touch on the things of this world, and my accounts are very short, (laughs) because I know not the day or the hour that He's going to come. But I do know it's close. So I want to get my affairs in order. You know how sometimes the question is asked, if you knew that Jesus was coming back this afternoon, what would you do right now? All kinds of things come to mind, right? People you would call, letters you might write, things you might do. Can I say it this way? Get it done. What do you mean? What are you waiting for? He could come this afternoon. That's how close we are. That's why you need to be ready. I need to be ready. Well, I want to share the ABCs of salvation as we do every week. 
And before I do, I have to ask you to forgive me for last week because I totally messed up. I actually had to go back and see what I said. I hate listening to myself. That's like torture. You want to punish me? Make me listen to my own voice. That'll do it. So I had to go back and I realized that I didn't say what I needed to say, so I actually have notes this time. (laughs) So you see an uh, email address on the screen, and for the benefit of our online church, this is the email address that we want for you to email us your files of the ABCs of Salvation. Many people have requested the cards, the ABCs of Salvation cards. So like the different translations into different languages, we want you to email your PDF files. You can send Word files or whatever, or JPEGs. So what we'll do is we'll convert them to PDF files and we'll put them online so you can download them and print them out. So we have people saying, hey, uh, I'd, I'd like to order a bunch of those ABCs of salvation cards. There's, there's only one problem with that. We don't sell them. <laughs> we didn't actually even have them until I asked my son to design one, and he did, kind of got me out of a jam. So he created a very simple ABCs of salvation. It's, it's a very small card that you can hand out. So we uploaded it to our website. We also uploaded a PDF file of the template if you want to print them out. Now, for those of you who want to have them professionally printed, we're working with the Master's Touch. These are dear friends of mine and our ministry, and we might be able to work something out where you can have them professionally printed, whether they're the cards or the bookmarks or the flyers or the pamphlets or whatever. Okay? So, please email us your ABCs of salvation cards that you design so we can share them with everybody that wants them. All right, Uh, real quick, why do we end with the ABCs of salvation? Because it's a simple explanation of salvation. This is how to be saved. And it's childlike simple. Jesus said, unless you become like a little child, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. The gospel is very simple. The good news is very, it's ABC simple. This is the simplest way for you and I to be saved. It's not the only way, but it's a simple way. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you're a sinner and that you need the Savior, that you've sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. Romans 3.23 says, all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners, which is why Jesus said we must be born again in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is really the death penalty. So all have sinned, and because all have sinned, all have been sentenced to death. That's the bad news. Here's the good news. Jesus came and went to his death and took care of your death penalty, paying for all of your sins, and now offers you, because it's paid in full, the free gift 
of eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And the B, it's for believing your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised him from the dead. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, this is really simple. Please know that we don't wish in any way with these ABCs of salvation to insult anybody's intelligence, only that it is this simple. Well, this is too good to be true. Okay, well, God is good and God is true. So in God's economy, there's no such thing as too good to be true. If it's too good to be true, it's God. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. That's the B. Here's the C, lastly. The C is for call upon the name of the Lord. Or, as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, confess with your mouth. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's how it works. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And Romans 10.13 is how you confess with your mouth, by calling upon the name of the Lord all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. That's how to be saved. It's that simple. It's ABC simple. If you're here this morning in this amazing and wonderful church that I'm so privileged to pastor, and you've never called upon the name of the Lord, I implore you today to make the most important decision you will ever make in your life for eternal life. You might be watching online from somewhere, anywhere in the world, and you're not watching this video by accident. God has brought you to this video that was suggested in your YouTube feed. I want to encourage you, I want to implore you to respond to the invitation, to the offer that is given you freely, the free gift of eternal life. Father in heaven, I We see what's happening in the world, and it is exactly as you said it would be. Thank you for telling us in your word what's going to happen before it happens, so when we see it begin to happen, it'll wake us up so that we'll realize that the time is at hand that we would be like the men of Issachar who discerned the times, understood the lateness of the hour that they were in and that it was time for David to be king. Well, Lord, now the time has come for you, our greater than David, the son of David, the king of kings, to come. Lord, come quickly. Maranatha. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kariohe. Now, it's so important that you hear the purpose behind these prophecy updates that Pastor J.D. shares. The purpose is to see people just like you come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. 
When you're right with the Lord, you'll be ready for the Lord and His soon return. You can do this by first admitting you're a sinner, that you've broken God's perfect law. Second, you need to confess that there's nothing you can do to fix this. You can't attend church enough, you can't pray enough or give enough money. There's nothing you can do to atone for your sins. Third, you must realize that there is someone who can. His name is Jesus Christ, and He is the Savior of the world. He gave His own life so that you wouldn't have to experience the penalty for your sins, which is death. Please, if you're listening today, receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and escape the realities of the prophecies that are being fulfilled all around you. For more information about what it means to be born again into the kingdom of God, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and select the New Believers option. Again, that web address is InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. Now, in the next edition of In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. will be teaching through God's Word just like he does Monday through Thursday. And then don't forget to join us next Friday and Saturday for another timely prophecy update. Until then, may God bless you and keep you in His love.